Atomic Radio Hour, post regular podcast. I'm Vince. And I'm your esports ready host, Declan. What's up, pal? How you been? I've been good. I've actually had a really tiring day at work today. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm quite tired. I'm not sure if you can see it on camera. I'm going to try to be as lively as possible. <laughs> My dumbass looked like I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. 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 My my little feedback cam was giving me some fucking vaporwave glitches. I wonder if that's going to show up or not. I mean, I guess we'll know. Neato. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. How you doing, my friend? Dude, you know what? Um, I still constantly only want to play Borderlands 3. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to be talking about uh, that a little bit today. It's so good. It is really good. It's so good. And you know what? I learned something. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I said on a previous episode, I don't, I didn't really like the whole haha boobies and buttholes jokes yeah. of like past Borderlands. This one, they're all new writers. Yeah. I feel like they definitely did some really good progress on their writing. It's, it's Borderlands. It's never about the writing and the writing has always been shitty, even in the first one. But this one, I'm kind of like, I feel like. A little more compelled because it kind of takes itself seriously when it needs to, and then doesn't ever again. Like a lot of the side quests are super duper fun and like. Oh silly. yeah, oh yeah, um, but every and it's time always you, been like that. Yeah, but every time you talk to like one of the main bad guys, I'm like, oh god, good. Like this is yeah, actually like, kind of serious. Like she, like this is Tyreen, someone that I should not fuck with. Yeah, like that was another thing with like my whole. My whole thing where why I didn't like Jack is he was just too silly. Like the Joker is the Joker. Because, like, I, there was a video I was watching about the Joker, and it was like, the Joker should be funny to himself. Mm-hmm. The Joker doesn't laugh. And, like, Tyreen's not funny, but she has a very, like, whimsical, haha attitude. Yeah. And then you see her in a cutscene, and she's like, I will fucking eat you. Yeah, I will end your existence. Bitch. Yeah. And I really, I really, really like the game. I really enjoy it. Uh, I'm having a ton of fun. The, like, uh, roller scooter thing? I haven't got it yet, but it's so goddamn cool. What roller scooter? The, like, circular, like, transport thing. Oh, I just found, um, I just found, what do you call it for? You can, if, you can find enemy, enemy vehicles, mm-hmm. and then bring them to catcher rides, and then catch you, a ride. and then you get, um, you get their parts. Like, they have parts that you can only find and bring back, and then Ellie turns it into a thing. So yeah, I just the got... vehicle customization is so much better in this game. It's alright. It's not crazy. It's cool. I mean, like, it's not over the top, like in a lot it's of not other games with vehicles. Yeah. But it's, like, better than the last one. Like, you could swap out uh, more stuff and, like, more Colors and, and shit, yeah. yeah. I-, I love that shit. Yeah. I went to a, I went to a, a powwow. A powwow? An, a Native American powwow. Oh, really? Yeah, so the place I work is like a park um, on the weekends, and they had, they've, they've been renting out like this little space where they had like a bluegrass festival, and now they had a powwow. And, Isn't that cool? And I was like, oh, cool, Native Americans. There's none of them left. There's like 15. So like, it's going to be cool to actually see, like, a, like I don't want to make it sound like I went to the museum and I was like, or like a but, zoo like, and was to like, to see a culture that you're not familiar with. Yeah. So it was like, oh, cool, we're going to get... And, like, my brother collects dream catchers, right? So I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a real, genuine, authentic, Native American dream catcher. And, like, I'm walking through the booth, and it's all white people. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, ooh, shit, history repeating itself. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, nothing here seems... And, like, the people that were Native American, you could tell, like... I mean, we've, we've asked this in a previous episode. It's not racist to say that somebody looks of a certain way. Yeah, but it's an observation. So, like, I'm looking at these guys like, you're Native American, you're Native American, white dude in a headdress. Like, mm-hmm. so... I, I know what you mean, yeah. And I was just like, like, I get it that you want to be part of it and you want to celebrate these people's cultures and shit, and I'm not going to sit here and be like, eh, heh, 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 heh. Uh, But, like, it just seemed, like, fetish- fetishized. Yeah. Seems like a lot of people sitting around going, yeah, let's smoke the peaceum pipe. Like, really, like, white people shit. And, like, there was one woman there who was selling shit. And someone told me later on she was the only Native American that was selling shit there. And then they had, like, and I get it. It's a learning experience, so go to learn. They had um, a dance circle. It was like a drumming dance circle, right? And they had a bunch of kids, which I think is cool that the kids were there. 
like they were face painting the kids and they had like mm. these tribal warrior like face paints and I'm like that's cool like these kids are learning something and like they're doing the dance and it's like oh like middle aged white women <laughs> and you could tell they've all been like divorced once and this is their like new boyfriend that's like semi serious who they both have kids in the same the same <clears throat> school or something you know what wow. I mean like that's like super close to home. <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> Not I the, mean, not the whole. You know, yeah. maybe maybe the first marriage didn't work out, and the kids kids having a hard time dealing with it. So I should just you know bring somebody else home so the kid can have an even harder time dealing with that because you're not my fucking dad. You can't tell me what to do. Shut up, Karen. No, it's mom to you. But listen, <laughs> holy shit, good old PA. Yeah. So I'm there, and they're doing the dance circle, and like I'm looking around, and they said there was going to be food, so I didn't bring. I didn't bring a lunch with me to work. And I was like, oh, I'll just get food there. Like, it's cool. The, yeah, the last like authentic. Festival, well, not even that. Because what is, I mean, I don't know. What is authentic Native American food? Like, I first think of Yeah, I'm actually food. not really sure. You know what I mean? So, I think of, like, deer that was killed by them and harvested by, like, I don't think of, like, oh, this is salsa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's a dude selling, like, hot dogs and chicken fingers and french fries. And then, my favorite part, there's, like, Civil War reenactors just walking around. (laughs) Where'd you come from? Like, like, it was just, it was just like, it was just like, this is how, like, it was, I imagine going to, like, a Black Panther convention and, like, dressing up as, like, not, not a KKK member, but, like, like, my father owned this land, and his father before... Like, one of those types, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, like, a, was, like a Victorian plantation owner. Yeah, I didn't want to use that word, so it wasn't super on the nose, but it was just a little like, dude, I don't fucking... Yeah. Okay, go to a sci-fi convention, and you dress up like your own of the Ren Fair. It was like super just like... Ugh. Just a little bit like... Good, uh, good spirit, uh, wrong environment. Yeah. Were there any people, reenactors that we know? No, I looked. I looked. I was like, I was was like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, Oh, I wonder if they're here. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think anything else fucking. Oh, um, this is going to become relevant later on in the episode. Yeah, shoot. Uh, we're recording this on the 130th birthday of Nintendo. Oh, yeah. I saw that on Twitter today. 1889, if I remember correctly. Absolutely bonkers. Yeah. They started all they they were a rice company, they were a playing card company, uh they were a taxi service for a while. They did whatever they could to make money. Yeah, and now they have enough money to rule the world. Mm-hmm. But they only make a good console, honor the Lord. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's Oh cool. actually they, they I've got a, a legacy. I've actually got something kinda cool that happened. Oh, cool, tell me. So I work with uh this friend. No, of don't. mine that I went to school with, and she worked for a small game studio um, last year, but um, that studio she's no longer working for. She's working for the company that we work for now. But it was Telltale. If, it wasn't. <laughs> if you were to <laughs> look on YouTube and wow. look on the Game Grumps channel, they just played the game that she worked on. For the really, Switch. what game? It's called the original Mobile Games. It's, cool. um, they basically converted, like, 1800s, like, um, wood and, uh, plastic games, and, like, no wooden paper way. games, onto the Switch, and it's so cool, and she was, like, nonstop all weekend, uh, and, like, at work today, just like, I can't believe the game got played my my game, it's so That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, That's I'm really, really cool. proud of her, and the game's, like, super fun. That's really cool. Yeah, so check out the original mobile games on Nintendo Switch eStore. Alright, Declan. Uh, you want to get into this lore? Yeah, I do. Okay. So. You talked about this briefly a few times before, but we're going to talk about Tranquility Lane. You gotta play the music. Uh, I will. There's actually a lot of... I will, because there's a lot of cool things about the music I learned from doing the notes. Really? I get all my notes... Yeah, I get all my notes off of fallout.fandom.com. Uh, yeah. Tranquility Lane, a virtual reality simulation housed in Vault 12, created by Dr. Slanis Braun. Slanis Slaus? Slanis Slaus? Stanislaus. Stanislaus? 
Mm-hmm. Fucking the German language is amazing. It's the only language where you could say like "Happy Birthday, I love you," and I can't wait to see you, and it sounds like a death threat. <laughs> uh, the Lone Wanderer is tasked by Betty to escalate a series of violent tasks, ma- all the way from making a kid cry to murder. Uh, all of you know, <laughs> all for Betty's entertainment in order to find the Lone Wanderer's father within the simulation. You can authenticate a failsafe that Mercy kills the inhabitants of the vault if the dweller. If any dweller dies in the simulation, Brawn slash Betty can bring them back. Uh, Mercy Killing grants good karma uh, because you are freeing them from the experiment. Now we're going to kind of get more into that in a minute. But uh, the the residents of of uh, Tranquility Lane are Betty, or Dr. Slanislaus Braun, uh, James, or Doc the Dog, your father, Old Lady Dithers, Mabel Henderson's Mr. Handy, George Nusbaugh, Pat Nussbaum, Little Timmy Nussbaum, Roger Rockwell, Janet Rockwell, Martha Simpson, and Bill Foster. I've always felt like there were more people. Yeah, hold on. Did I fucking miss one? Give me a second. Because how come there's a there's a, a Henderson, but... Mabel... Did I say Mabel Henderson? I didn't... No, there's Mabel Henderson and her Mr. Handy. I don't know how I wrote her down. Uh, okay. her, her Handy down, but forgot her. Yeah. Um... Let me get my notes back in order. I apologize. Yeah, no uh, problem. B- 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 okay, so you get there and you're like, I'm looking for my dad. And you can find him before you go into, uh, when you're looking around the vault. I'll put a picture, if I can find one, I probably can, of the stasis pods. Uh, and you can see him there. So you're like, oh, I know my dad's in here. Can you see him in there? Yeah, yeah, you can. Oh, you I can never see, looked. You can see everybody that's in there before hmm. you think. Um, you can even see Braun. Um so you're like, hey, little girl, you're standing in the middle of this park with a dog and a watering can by these swings and shit. Where the fuck is my father? And she's like, haha, do these tasks for me and I'll tell you. So the first thing is to make little Jimmy Nuz- or little Timmy Nuzba cry. Uh, you can do that by either punching him. Uh, this one's one of my, this is my favorite. Convincing him his parents are getting a divorce and it's all his fault with a speech check. <laughs> Holy give, shit. <laughs> give him a military school brochure and tell him that his parents are sending him there or killing one or both of his parents. Uh, Just like punch them to death. Yeah, you could, you could do that. There's a couple weapons that you could grab later on. Um, like you can find a rolling pin. Mm. Uh, then you, you, you have to end the Rockwell, this is my favorite, you end the Rockwell's marriage. Uh, you can tell Mrs. Rockwell that her husband is cheating on her and she'll believe it if you pass a speech check. Finding lacy underwear in the Simpsons house and placing it on Roger Rockwell's desk and then telling Mrs. Rockwell that he's either a cheater or a cross-dresser. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> or you can read Mrs. Uh, Rockwell's diary saying that she'd like to kill Mrs. Simpson taking the rolling pin from the kitchen and then beating Mrs. Simpson to death with it. Jesus. And then you have to kill Mrs. Henderson. (laughs) This is number three. Um, The chandelier can be rigged so it falls whenever somebody walks under it. You can put roller skates on top of the stairs so whenever somebody walks there they'll fall down the stairs to their death. (laughs) And uh... And Mrs. Henderson loves to cook, so you can rig her oven to have the natural gas leak, so as soon as she hits the pilot light, it explodes and it kills her. Or, there's a security console in the kitchen that can be accessed, so you can enable the security lockdown, and her Mr. Handy will begin a security protocol. If you disable this, the security parameters are disabled, and it's unable to tell what is friend and foe and kills everything in the house. Jeez, I don't remember all these options. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I remember being fond of Chandelier Death. Yeah, I think I've done that one. I've done that one, and I think the pilot light from the the oven. Yeah, that one, and I, I don't think I've ever. I've done also done failsafe. One, I've done well, failsafe. I'm going to get there in a second. Yeah, that's the fourth one, and the final one, the failsafe, mm-hmm. or kill everyone. You can. And we've talked about the Pine Size Slasher in actually our Halloween episode. Yeah. I was, I was writing the lore for this, and I got down to, like, this far into the notes, and I went, Oh, fuck, we've done this already. <laughs> because we talked about Pine Size Slasher. Yeah, it was just that little nugget of information that was lodged mm. here, I'm gonna say. In this maybe here. big puzzle. And, uh, yeah, so, you can don the mask of the Pine Size Slasher and the Slasher's Knife, found in the doghouse to the right of the abandoned house. Uh, you can 
bring the urban legend to life as you murder the town. After all of this, Betty uh, thanks you and tells you that the dog has been your father the whole time and he's watched the entire thing in horror. Now, you can activate the failsafe. The failsafe, uh, since since Slanislaus Braun controls this entire thing, he was a scientist for Voltech. Uh, he's going to get his own episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might... I think we might just do that for Halloween. Or no, we're not going to do that for Halloween. We have something planned for Halloween. Um, which I want to talk to you about. Um, but we have something planned for Halloween. Uh, so maybe after Halloween I'll do him. Yeah. Uh, okay, so inside the abandoned house, you can activate Project Communist on U.S. soil, where Chinese communist soldiers permanently kill everyone within the simulation. Old Lady Keep going. I don't know any of the words, actually. We can just put a sound bit in. Did I ever tell you the time that I started seeing that? And someone thought I knew the words? Really? I didn't And they were like, holy shit, you know this? I was like, no. You always just do gibberish. Yeah, I just know a lot. I played a lot of World at War when I was in, like, 8th grade. Um... Old Lady Dithers tells Lone Wanderer that she knows she's in a simulation and that Betty is brawn and that he has a fail-safe terminal and to search the abandoned house. So, I wonder what that's like. To know you're in the simulation? Like, if there's anything I want to ask Elon Musk is, like, how did you know? Like, what was the second you knew you were in a simulation? Yeah, because, like, like, obviously he, he spilled the, the milk. We're all in a simulation. Do you believe in that? No. No? I don't know what to believe anymore. Shit's so crazy. Yeah. I definitely think that there's a I just roll with the punches of my day-to-day life. For you the don't think part. there's a, there's a slight possibility that we're... I mean, we'll, I'll talk about that later, of why we could be in a simulation. I mean, Kim Kardashian has done more for politics lately than the Senate. And not to make this the politics show, but... Well, we'll we'll get to why we're in a simulation later. I've got something. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I do. Okay, okay, whatever. Um, Inside the house, Lone Wanderer can find a myriad of objects that you have to activate to activate commies on U.S. soil. There's a radio, a pitcher, a gnome, a cinder block, and a bottle of Nuka-Cola. Now, if you hit these in a certain order, uh, it gets activated. So if you hit it, radio pitcher, gnome pitcher, cinder block, gnome bottle, you it, uh, you can activate. It'll play this little like this little tune, I guess. Like da ding, and then out of the wall comes a giant Zax terminal, and you can go to it. And you're like activate fail safe. Now, you can play this on a xylophone, right? Really? Yeah, you can play this on a xylophone. All it is is F C D C B D A. I don't know if that's sharp or flat or whatever. Hold up. Um, Do you have a xylophone? No, but I have my little. I have my synth out in front of me. No shit. Yeah, hold on. Let me uh, write down. Uh, what was that? F C F C D C D C. My favorite rock group. F D D C B D B D A C B D C. No. Yes. <laughs> BDA, right, BDA, and you say C as in like affirmative. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and try it. Does oh, your synth? Or do you have to like? Re- I'm gonna talk, so I don't have to edit. Um, yeah. So there's actually a lot of fun little Easter eggs with this, and uh, I will tell you about it when once you have it done. So um, it is normally played on the xylophone every time you hear it. But whenever you hear it, when you do it, it's not the tune when you do it for the thing is through the flute. Um, please, do you have it set up? For what, my, my yeah. sounds? Um, oh, do you want to play on the, the recording? Yeah, like do it live. Do it. Fuck it, do it live. That's um, what you're setting up. Yes, I can do that. But you're going to have to stay quiet or otherwise they're going to hear two copies. Oh, okay, I'll be quiet. So, um, yeah, let me just get a, a profile that doesn't sound like we're in space because I was working on some space music. Don't worry about it. Interesting. Alright, um, I'm gonna let them hear it. And uh, from you. from now until I say you can talk again, you're not gonna talk, alright? Wow. Yeah, I've got the power now. Alright, so, 
I'm going to play the sound to, to see. see Oop. Just, just test, test to, to see if it works. works. Like, let, let me see, see if I can hear it. Hear it. Alright, it's getting picked up, but um, you I, I also are too. Of course, you're, you're not. It's not going to transmit. Um, I could whistle it or hum it. It's, it's over. over. Just, just play, play it. it. Huh. Yeah, I'm not. It doesn't really sound like anything in particular. Alright, well, I'm going to hit you with some shit in a second. Ready? Alright, I just brought you back in. All right, well, I'm going to hit you with some shit. You ready? Yeah. If you speak to Braun after this, he scolds you and tells you that now he is trapped inside of the simulation by himself forever. Good. Now, into the fun... That's pretty much the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Here's some fun facts and notes and shit. If you strike Betty at any point, she kills you, she kills you with an electrical-slash-pulse burst. The Pip-Boy is removed from, your, from you, and you have a tiny oh, you have the watch. Vault Boy watch, uh, but that still works. The background music of Tranquility Lane will become slightly lower pitched after each more depressing act you commit. How fucking cool is that? I've never noticed that. Yeah, neither have I. Now I want to like go and redo that sequence just to like try it out. The theme of Tranquility Lane is also the nursery song that you hear in the beginning of the game. It is! And it's the song that you hear in Fallout 4 when you activate Sean's thing. Okay? Here's some shit. Here's some more shit. The layout of the homes is sim- similar to the way the simulation pods are set up. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Okay, you following me? Mm-hmm. I can the see all layout... this in my brain. Wait, the layout is similar to a group of ruined houses north of Washington, D.C. So... Most likely, these people left those homes and came here, I think. Into the simulation. Yeah. Or they were just straight up kidnapped and brought to the simulation against their will. Here's the best part that I learned out of all these notes, and I thought I had it written down, and I might have just skipped over it, because tiny trog public school brain, but that, that, uh, what is it, FD, FDDC? FCDCBDA are the same keys as the Tranquility Lane song. That's where you hear it on the xylophone. Okay, I mean, I guess if I rearrange these a little bit, I could make that work, but... So, the second you get in there, it tells you what the code to exit all of this is. I don't know if that's a constantly being played song. You know what I mean? Like, does everybody hear that? Because I don't have my pit boy, so I don't have my radio. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I thought that was super neat. The fact that... So, this raised the question, are you in a simulation the whole fucking time? Hmm. Uh, we can talk about that another time. That was just something that like came to me when I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, shit. Hold on. If I rearrange these notes, I can make it actually work. What do you mean? I can make it actually sound like the Tranquility Lane theme. It does sound like Tranquility Lane theme. Not in the... It's not in the correct order, though. Declan, I gave you literally every note that's on a keyboard. Of course you could rearrange it to make it work. I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna play clips of each one. Okay, that's fair. I might even play them all at once, just to see how it sounds. Cool. Um. And now, some music. You get the positive karma when you send the Chinese communist out because it releases these people 
that have been trapped for like 200 years. Their eternal virtual hell. So after the commies show up, the screens on their terminal say Pulse, 0 BPM, uh, BP is triple uh, zero over double zero MMHG, temperature 85 degrees, so they're still warm. Uh, respiratory rate, zero over MM. A resident requires requires immediate medical attention. Stress level, no reading. And then it says again, resident requires immediate medical attention. And all screenshots taken within Tranquility, Tranquility Lane show up in full color. Really? Yeah. So it's that's just like, a post-processing filter then? Yeah, that's all it is. It's, huh. uh... You can, you can get rid of it. I think it's the same filter that's on... Uh, the actual game world. It's just, like, different shade. Hmm. Cool. I'm gonna be right back because it's raining the house down and my window is being loud. Yeah, so that's all I have for the lore. Yeah. I mean, I think Tranquility Lane is one of the most interesting parts of Fallout 3. It's probably the re... Do you remember the first time you got there? I don't know if I remember the first time. I do. You do? Yeah. Want to tell uh, us about it? Of course. I remember getting there and going, what the fuck? And just walking around and being like, oh, this is the fucking future that, like, we thought we were going to have. You know what I mean? Like, in the 50s. And like, oh, today's also the birthday of the Jetsons. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, 60-something. Um, sorry, tangent. I thought of the future and I thought of the Jetsons because they thought that's what we were going to live like. Um... Yeah, and I just remember, like, walking around for a while and, like, looking at little Timmy Nuzba at his little fucking lemonade stand and being like, fuck you, kid. <laughs> fuck Your you, kid. Your parents are getting divorced and it's your fault. <laughs> and I remember, like, I was a, a little guy when I first... I was, like, 11 when I first played it. And I remember, like, being like... Goblin is Nelblog backwards? Like, I was like, my dad is the dog? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like... Yeah, of course, idiot. Like, who else would it be? I, I just, it was just, ah, it's like a super memorable part of it. And I remember it was Because, really, like, your dad, a doctor, is the dog named Doc. Well, not even oh. that. I didn't even think of it like that. It was just like, oh, shit, I didn't put two and two together because I'm a child. Mm-hmm. So I'm an idiot. Like... I just, I don't know, it was super memorable, and, and I've said before that I didn't like Fallout 3 the first time I played it, and it took me a couple plays to to, to get it, mm-hmm. and, like, this was one of those times where I was just like, yeah, no, I'm yeah. in. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm here for whatever the fuck is going to be thrown at me next. I think that Fallout 3 would not have been the same game without Tranquility Lane. No, it wouldn't have, because it's super just, like... It's, it's super creepy. Yeah, and it's, it's just, it's, it's... It's just that fucking, that little bit of weird. Like, it's just enough mm-hmm. to be like, this is off. Like, it's Fallout like, always has that little dash of weird. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of like when you have to go, you, you've been in your basement a billion times. Mm-hmm. But the one time you gotta go in your basement, and like, it's a little quieter than usual, and you're not freaked out because it feels familiar, but you are because it doesn't. You know what I mean? You know yes. Yeah. Yes. No. Big part. Big Tranquility guy. Tranquility Lane guy. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell um, yeah. I know that, like, Stanislaus Braun is one of the only, like, vault tech people that I actually know the name of, like, by heart. Yeah. there. I know you didn't play much of uh, Nuclear Winter mm-hmm. for 76, but... He's I mentioned, think, right? Uh, yeah, I think the lore behind it is that you're technically in a simulation, mm-hmm. and... Because he comes up and I'm like, oh, you're in a simulation, and it's which doesn't make sense because if you are, is there cameras that are taking a survey of the land and that's what you're playing in? Because then why would uh, I, be I try not to think that? too hard about it? Why would I be? Why would I not be playing in the, the land of West Virginia that I remember? If anything, that's creepier. But you know, like, yeah. Like I said, try not to think too hard about it. I know, but when you have shit that's like, hey, think about this, then it's like, don't worry about that. It's like. Uh, yeah, but I, th- I think, I don't know, I didn't get to level 101 because I got to, like, 20-something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything else you want to say about Tranquility Lane? Um, no, I, I don't think so. I know that 
Usually when I do a playthrough, I go for the failsafe. Oh, you don't kill everybody? I've only killed everybody once. Fuck them. Hacking, whacking, slashing, chopping that meat. Yeah. No, but, um... Yeah, you have nothing, nothing to say, say about that. What, about hacking, whacking, chopping that meat? I'm just like, fuck them. And you just went... Eh. Yeah. If you want. <laughs> no, I don't like... Know, I, can... I, I usually play passive... Or pacifist characters. Really? My... Um, I usually play, like, gentle or, like, charismatic characters. I usually only do, like, one evil bastard once in a while. Sometimes you gotta be a bastard. I love the evil option. I know you do. It makes so much sense to me. Just to, like, completely ruin them? Just because you look at the world you live in. Mm. Uh, yeah, but that's all I really gotta say. Well then, in that case... What do you want to talk about? Do you smell that? Do I smell what? Do I you smell, smell some. I smell somebody making dinner in my house. It smells like nostalgia, Declan. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on, segways are fucking hard. Play into the. I bit. know they're, they're they're hard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. All right. So it's episode sixty-four. Um, it's the hundred thirtieth birthday of Nintendo. Tranquility Lane is like one of the big parts. I was like, yo. When I first played yes. 3. Declan and I were talking the other night, and I was like, yo, since all of a sudden I like video games again, why don't we just talk about some of the games that yeah, we let's love? Just talk and about there games. was And there was also somebody in the Discord, um, if I can find it, it was a long time ago, if I can find it, I'll put a screenshot of whoever said it. I don't remember who said it. I have an idea. I don't Was it in feedback? Person. Yeah, it was in feedback. Um... I'll look for it later on. They were saying, what games did you play before you found 3 and what other games do you love? Or something along those lines. Uh, I'll find it, and if I can find it, I'll put a little thing here. Here, I'm trying to I'm trying to get better at editing. Right here. And then dump it. Let's see if that right works. Right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Declan, top 5 games of all time, go. Top five games of all time. Go, you're wasting time. Go. Fuck. Um, number one. Wait, are they wasting my f- time, buddy? You're wasting. Are they time. my favorites or like literally like industry? No. Why would I ask the industry? I'll just fucking ask Wikipedia how Fortnite sold a billion copies and Halo Three is great. What's your favorite top five? Come on, champ. All right, Okami. Number five. Oh, number five. No, oh, I already gave you number five. one. Just give me five. Just give me five. I don't have a fucking order. All right, okay, num- give me one. Alright, Okami. Fucking best game of all time. Alright, number two. Uh, this isn't in order. This isn't in order. This isn't in order, but you're wasting time. You gotta go faster. I don't like going fast. I feel very pressured. G- good. Go, go, go. Um, Minecraft. Life is nothing but pressure and disappointment. Go. One is Okami. Cool. Two is what? Uh, Minecraft. Let's go. Number three. Um, I guess uh, Stardew Valley. Okay, number four. I just have a list of games I like. I didn't sort them. Declan, there is a there is a hospital on fire with orphans, and if you cannot answer this fast enough, they will die. Fine. Then Undertale, then Beat Saber. Done. <laughs> I don't consider Beat Saber a game, but sure. I I really like it. I I, I want to talk about uh, VR while we're talking about games, and uh, we're going to talk about being in the simulation. Don't worry. I think Beat Saber is more of like an experience. I don't think it's so much a game. I haven't played a VR game yet where I've been like, this is a game. It's more of, okay, so here's the thing. I want to play a game to have an experience. I don't want to play an, ex- I don't want an experience to be a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, an experience is like, oh, I did that. Like, oh, I went to the Grand Canyon. Like, that was fun. Like, yeah. Beat Saber. I played Beat Saber. That was fun. But, like, a game being an experience is like, I played this game, this experience that I had within the game stuck with me. Like, oh, I played Red Dead Redemption 1 and I cried. Like, that's an experience that stuck with me. Where I feel like Beat Saber's like, hey, I played the fucking Kanye West Pizza Spider-Man 2 song in Beat Saber. Like, that was... That's that's as much of a game as any other music game. It's a music game. I guess. Guitar Hero, you know, Dance Dance Revolution, all these are games. I guess. I don't know. I just don't really consider... I consider it more... I just... 
I don't know. Something about Beat Sabers doesn't seem. I don't. I don't really consider it. A it's game. not like doing like Google Maps Street View. <laughs> it's like, mean? it's like if you wanted to have a VR experience, you can just use Google Maps Street View and look at anywhere in the world. But like, and yeah, that's an experience. That's not a game. There's, like, there's somebody out there that that's the fucking thing that they look forward to. Yeah, but like Friday comes around, I can't wait to clock out, get home, throw on my vibe, and just go. Ooh, we're gonna go to Nevada today. Like, <laughs> but that's that's not a game. That is an experience. Like, there's an actual like there's is game mechanics. Not, wait, there's a point on. system. There is game mechanics in in uh, Google Maps. No, there's not. Yes, there is. There's a game mechanic. You can type in where you want to see. You can. That's see not things. a game mechanic. That can that yeah. How is it not a game mechanic? It's not a game mechanic. What do you want me to say about it? It's, it's just like... No, bullshit. Looking up looking up Google Maps in VR is the same thing as fast traveling in any game. No, Fuck it's you. not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You put on a VR headset. Here's Google Maps or Google Earth. Word, that That's your menu. What am, And that's what you're getting out of... It's pretty much a shitty driving simulator at that point. That's all it is. You sit in your chair, you put on your fucking goggles, you sit there, and you, with your little fucking joy wonder cons, you go forward and forward and forward. And if you're going to tell me that putting in coordinates on a map isn't the same as going, I want to go here on a map, in, a, in any video game is not the same thing, then you're fucking wrong and you know it. No, I'm not. And I'm going to actually fight with you on this, because, like, I actually, like, believe in it. It's the like, same no, shit. No, it's... Let me yes, talk. Yes, it is. Let me talk. Go. There, what makes a game is not an easy question, and it's, there's not one definition on what makes a game. It's still, to this day, hotly debated. What is a game? What is not a game? But what makes a game is that there is interaction with game systems. Now, that's not just, like, technical systems. It's, like, also the social systems that come along with games. There, it is the fact that it is fun. Fun is a very nebulous concept. You can't really define what is fun. Everyone has a different idea of fun. Um, and the, just looking up something on a map is not a game. There's not. There's no game mechanics. It, that is researching information. Okay. So, saying Fallout, that... Fallout hold 76 on. is barely a game. You have to make your own fun within it. My fast travel on a map. If I make a game saying how many... How many monuments within the United States I can see within 10 to 15 that's minutes? That's a game. That's a game. That's a game. That's the same shit. No, Fallout you've made a game out of it. You've, the, 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 the key part about what a game is, is that there's a set of rules that restricts an end goal. Because you've said, how many monuments can I see in 10 minutes? You've made it a game. You've set a goal. you set a restriction, which is Yeah, that's time. what we've been talking about the whole time. No... We weren't. We were just talking about looking at something on Google Maps. I was saying there's a guy who gets into it and says, how can I look at all of these things in ten minutes? Oh, I, 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 didn't... I just said ten minutes. Yeah, it's a game. Because that, that you've made a game out of it. Yeah. But it inherently itself is not a game. I mean, I guess, but at the same time, you ever play a game of cards that isn't poker? Yeah, there are plenty of card games. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, if you just made a deck of cards and said, hey, I made these cards. Like, if I just came to your house and I was like, hey, man, here's um, 60 cards I made. Oh, what are they for? I don't know. Figure it out. And then, like, you made a game like that. So that's not a game then. Because I gave you cards with no per. Like, if I gave you 60 Because there's no purpose, cards, it's not a game. Those are just pieces of paper. They mean nothing. That's fucking bullshit. You know that's bullshit. No, I, you don't put words in my mouth because that's... That's not putting words in your mouth. If I, if I was putting words in your mouth, I said, you said that was bullshit, which I never did. This is bullshit because it comes down to the whole argument of nothing means anything. Like, like, oh, see this book I have here? Like, like if I handed you a book and you were like, well, what do I do with this? And you said, I don't know. And I have written down words in here. But if you took it and decided to draw in it, it doesn't mean that it's not a book that was used for some sort of creative endeavor. It's just, it's a book, and it was used for a book's purpose. If you get a deck of cards, and you use a deck of cards for whatever purpose, they're used for a purpose. Yeah, but the point is that you have to assign the purpose. 
okay. So, like, when you buy a deck of cards, it doesn't come with a with a rule book that says this is what you do with these cards. At least not in any deck of cards I've ever bought. Maybe some do. But if you buy, like, a regular standard issue, like, 52-card thing, there's no rules associated with it. You have to take those cards and associate them with a set of rules. Sorry, I'm, like, making a lot of, like, hand gestures on my table right now. But, like, you can't really see that because it's out of frame. The actual pieces themselves... Like, for example, the chess, chess pieces themselves don't indicate the... I mean, that one's actually kind of bad, yeah. Like, chess has very specific... It has rules. That's the point. There's rules. When you have something that the rules can be changed to create other games, the cards itself aren't the game. The rules are the game. Alright, okay. Before Gary's mod was a thing, right? And they were modding Half-Life 2. Then the original Gary's mod is not a game because you're not using the ga- the rules that were implemented. You're not going through uh, what's his name. You're not going through Gordon Freeman's story. You and your buddies are going through in a sandbox and fucking shit up. You're not learning what's what's that. What's that base called? What the fuck is the base called? Mm. You never played Half Life. I played Half Life, but like I don't remember much about it. I played it really. Young. Oh my god! What the fuck is the name of the base? Oh, Black Mesa. Yes. You're not discovering the story of Black Mesa. You're walking around going, hey man, check this out, I can pick this shit up and put it over here. So, then that's not a game, until it was made into its own game. Gmod, was, at its core, is a tool, it is a sandbox, as like a type of tool. The, there's game modes in Gmod, like there's sled build, there's rules not, associated I'm with that. I'm not saying Gmod now, I'm saying Gmod before it became its own game. G-mod oh, then that, that was a modding tool, game. yeah. Straight so up. Then, it's, then it's not a game. Correct. So, what I just said, that is exactly what Google Maps fucking VR 2019 is. It's not a it's game. the same shit. It's the same exact shit, then. It's just, yeah, it's like just not a game. It's a, it's a but, tool okay, for you to research here, this is stuff. This is why naming shit is fucking dumb. Like, naming genres of music. Like... Okay, then if it's something that can be played, something that can be enjoyed, something that you can kind of have a good time in and, and have something with a goal and rules with, well, what is the rule? What is the goal and the rules of of Gary's mod? There's Gary's mod is not a tool until you assign. It is a tool until you assign a game mode, and then you have assigned rules and you've assigned a purpose. So, like, um, so 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 it's a game that you have to figure out. You have to figure out how to have fun in it. Yeah. So, is that not, like, inherently bad of a game? No. So like, then how are you going to really not. Me, there's not the a. are you going to tell me that Google Maps in VR is not a game? Tell me How it's, are you going to fucking sit here and tell me that? What's its goal and end purpose? And, like, and Google Maps' is, Google Maps' is game and end purpose is to, uh... Is is to get on and see this goes from here to there, and then to see how far things are, and to get a better understanding. If anything, it's an edutainment game. It gives you a, an understanding of of distance. It gives you an understanding of speed. It gives you an understanding of spatial awareness. So it, it's a it's a tool. But what what define tool? Do I have to go get my game design books? No, and that's why you're wrong. That's why you're fucking wrong. Because not everything learned in life comes out of a book. Yeah, but there is just documented something, logic. Just because something has a has a, a written down definition doesn't mean that it's always the best way to describe something. Like just because well, there's something that's 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 written out and says this is that and that happens because of this doesn't mean that it's it's right. You learn oh yeah, I know. I've experienced. I've read a. I've read and I've played a lot of different games. I've read a bunch of different game design books and literature. I kind this is kind of my thing. And you're not you're not standing up for what you believe in. You're standing up for what you read in a book. How can that can what I read not inform what I believe in? No, it can, but the way you answered that with well, let me go get the book was not was not like you that to me that says I don't believe in the words that I'm saying. I don't think my words have any value or strength in them. I have to go get I have to go get 
what someone else said to justify what I said. That's why when we're arguing, I never say get out Google and look shit up because I don't need Google to look shit up. If I feel strongly about something, I feel strongly about something. And if it's wrong, prove me wrong. Well, I'm allowed to not know everything in the world. So no, I'm a- and then, then you say, I don't know this. That's fine. Say, I do not know the answer to this. I will try to figure something out. I've read plenty of books that I don't remember all the pieces of the puzzle, but like things that I still believe in, I'm allowed to be, you're allowed to reference things to make your point. No, I understand that. I understand that. But like, you're getting, you're getting away from the point. The point, whatever. This isn't important. Google Maps is a game. No, it's not. Then neither is Beat Saber. There is literally, like, there is game mechanics. There's point values that are assigned to things. There, you are, there's a goal. There is an end point. There is, I. Is Wikipedia a game? No. Then why is there a Wikipedia game? Because that's a game. The Wikipedia race. The Wikipedia race is a game. So, Google Maps Simulator 2019 isn't a game. Mm -mm. Not unless you make a game out of it. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying there is somebody who goes and makes a game out of it, who sits in his chair and puts on a VR headset and goes, I'm going to go from the Grand Canyon to the fucking, uh, to the Eiffel Tower, and I'm going to do it in record time, and I'm going to move at this speed, and because the, of this... They've that, created a sort of game out of it. So how but is that it, not a game? It itself, by itself, without that other, without that and that being assigned to it, without you setting that personal goal, it's not a game. A lot of people think Minecraft is not a game because you only, there's no inherent goal. There is just an open sandbox. No, that's bullshit. And you're allowed to believe that. And I also, you, like, wait, I, hold on, hold on. You think, you think Minecraft is or isn't a game? Oh, I, I personally would categorize it as a game. So I just don't understand how you're going to tell me the Wikipedia race is a game but playing the fucking Google Maps game isn't a game. Well, saying... Let, let's be clear. Playing the Google Maps game, if there is a game called the Google Maps game, in, like, quotations, then that's a game. But the tool, Google Maps, or Apple Maps, or Garmin, I don't give a fuck, a GPS locator service... Are they still in business? I don't, uh, yeah, I think so. Garmin? A, a GPS locating service is not a game. Unless you create a game around it. That's what I've been saying this whole fucking time. Well, then I guess we just miscommunicated at some point. (laughs) I'm saying that's a... If you're going to tell me that Beat Saber is a game, then that is a game. Like... Let's move on. All Beat Saber is is connecting dots, really. You take your little stick and you go bop, 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 bop. Right? No? I, I can't really see you, but... No, I know, but I'm saying you take your little stick thing and you hit things, right? Yeah. So does it not just connect the dots? Isn't it not just connect the dots? Isn't well, it just not connect the dots with movement? What makes you say that connect the dots isn't a game? I'm not saying it's not a game. I'm saying isn't it just connect the, connect the dots? Like, I just have this revelation now. I mean, it's connect the dots with time and rhythm and there's other a lot of parameters that go into scoring what are your top five games of all time um okami minecraft undertale stardew valley and um i guess it's not beat saber so no keep, if you want beat saber keep it as beat saber um opinions are important because it shows that we're people and i'm actually surprised you had one for once excuse me I said, I'm actually surprised you had an opinion on something. Alright, well then, Beat Saber. (laughs) What are you laughing at? It's just so silly. It's such a silly argument to have. I'm... That... what, What was that? Like, 20 minutes was exhausting. Alright, do you have any other games you want to talk about that you really liked? Um. Uh, let me just re-catch my train of thought real quick. What are your top fives while I think? Fallout 3, Arkham City, Red Dead Redemption 1. 
see and then i hit i hit kind of like a wall where i want to say cuphead but i, I haven't played a lot of it lately and like i really you don't have to a lot of it. finish a game for it to be one of your favorite games i guess you know someone told me that that they thought um they thought that bloodborne was their favorite game of all time and they're like but i've never played it and i'm like then how do you when i think about like what are my favorite games i think about like how how does control play into it like how do the controls play into it like mm-hmm. The experience of staying up late and playing it, like, you know what I mean? Like, that whole... Like, I think about Fallout 3 was like, oh, it's Friday night, like, I'm off off to school, I can play video games this weekend. Like, uh... I don't know, I just, I just... I, I, I think of that when I think about it. Like, I think about that experience I had with it. Like, Borderlands 3, the experience of, like, oh, I got an hour I can play. You know what I mean? Like, I think of right, that. Right, right, yeah. So, like, if you never played it, what's your experience with it other than just, like, oh, the game runs uploaded again? You know what I, I mean? I mean, I feel like maybe that person was answering the wrong question. I think maybe the question they were answering was, what's their favorite game narrative? I guess. But okay, yeah, like say that. for example, I've never played Baldur's Gate, but like I know a lot about the D and D canon, so like I really like the narrative of the Is Forgotten it based Realms. On that? Yeah. So all right, let me ask you this then: mm-hmm. games that play like movies. Yeah. Could you watch somebody play The Last of Us on the theatrical like difficulty if they have that? Because I know Horizons did. Could you watch that and consider that to be your favorite game because it's more? You can consider it to be. I I wouldn't nickel and dime people personally. No, if they understand ex- what I'm saying. Like like it comes back to what is a game, and that's the question. You know what I mean? Hmm. Ah. Why'd you shut down right there? Hmm. Why'd you shut down right there? What do you mean? I was like, does that does that ask the question of what is a game? And then you go, I don't know. That's the question. And then you kind of got quiet. Um, I mean, it just kind of like I didn't want to like repeat myself from before. Just like, yeah, that that go it harkens back to the question: what defines a game? And it's not an easy question. Um, and it doesn't have a simple answer. There's a a lot I can drop like a bunch of resources in the in the thing below if people want. Yeah, go ahead, put it in there. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, let me write that down somewhere. Could you put that? Do you have the end card? Um. Scribble, scrabble. Thing? No, what I do is when I'm editing, I write it down. Okay. Um, would you mind scribbling that in for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't well, know. I'll, then, I'll drop some I, cool uh, educational articles if anyone's interested. Because I, I have two different types of parameters when it comes to what are my favorite games, and some of them think of like what are the games that have had the longest lasting impact on me, and then some of them I think about what are the games that I grew up with. Mm. And I don't feel like, I feel like you should have one that means, like, these are the games that are actually good and I got the most out of. And then these are the games that are good, but they're nostalgia games. So like, Oh, yeah, I've got a bunch of those on my list. Yeah, like, Simpsons Hit and Run, it's fun. It's not a perfect game. Uh, what else did I play? Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. That like, is, oh, that game is horrendous, but it's fucking, like, I smile when I go back and play it. Because it's the game that I played, like, the most of it. I have a uh, Lego Star Wars 1. Oh my god! I haven't thought about the Lego Star Wars games in forever. I want to get the anthology pack on Steam and just play through all of them. When the ninth movie comes out? Yeah, I want to play through all of them once the last movie's out. Dude, I want to play as Kylo Ren in like... With like a Yoda head? Yeah! uh, (laughs) Yeah, um... I don't know, because... Dude, you ever hear of iNinja? Yes! What do you know about iNinja? Absolutely nothing, but I feel like a part of my brain, like, opened up as soon as you said that. What is that? This is a game, and I don't have my GameCube games near me. I pack them away. Not like I'm never going to look at them again, but I just kind of put them away somewhere. Like, you know, saving space, real estate, whatever. Yeah. It's a game where you're a ninja, voiced by Billy West, uh, and your master dies in the opening cutscene, so you have to go avenge your master. And it's, it's... pretty much a fucking hack and slash platformer hmm. and it's the fucking i haven't played it in a very long time and i remember when i was in high school i was like i need to beat this game because i could never beat it because it was so hard mm-hmm. and i remember being like i need to go back and play this and beat it and i finally beat it but i never got the true ending and it's like such a small cult classic game like there's such a small following of people who still remember it and 
it was I dude it's like just thinking about it I can hear the music and I'm like oh my god like doom 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 and I remember a few years ago I went back and started looking the game up and apparently they were gonna make a second one but they cancelled it like oh the studio who made it is Argonaut Games I don't even think they're I don't even think they're around anymore hmm they like, don't sound familiar. Oh, let me see if I can find a picture of Argonaut. Yeah, but I played like like. Do you ever play Vex? Vex, like V E X. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay, so Vex was a game where you were a little fucking. What is this? You were a little. Um, this is not what I wanted. Hmm? This is not what I wanted. I spelled it wrong. <laughs> um, you were like this little fucking let me see if I can find a picture there was a put a picture here me there was a little um, you were like kind of like imagine what's his name oh 2X is V-E-X-X yeah look at this motherfucker you look like Hugh Jackman right and you got like these claws I'm gonna put a picture on screen um, and you had like these claws and it was like it was like Banjo-Kazooie and Super Mario 64 where you had to go find shit. But the things you were finding were hearts. Like, like, um, anatomically correct hearts. Anatomically correct hearts? Yeah! This game, dude, I remember years ago, I never owned it, and apparently it's like a super rare game from what I understand. Uh, looking up a, a Vex Let's, Pro- Let's Play on YouTube and a guy, the guy who I watch was like I have never seen a Vex Let's Play before IGN wow let's see what IGN reviewed it 2002 come on just give me the fucking score uh, 7.6 out of 10 too much water <laughs> uh, it's not giving me anything yeah dude this was one of those games that like nobody remembers 2003 from Acclaim. Acclaim's still in business. They gave it a 7.2. It wasn't far off. Yeah. So, what other, like, old games do I like? Like, I still love GTA 4. It's, like, not that old. Really? But, yeah, GTA 4 is still, like, super fun. How, how, it's, it's at least 10 years old. Oh, easily, yeah. When was the last time you played GTA 4? When's the last time? I don't know. The last How time... How long did you play 5? Since I played 5? Yeah. Um, I played it for a couple months, like, um, on and off around, like, December, like, November. I really want to play... I don't. I can't get it on my computer, but I really want to play um, GTA 5 RP. What's that? Oh, you never saw that? You can, like, you can not use, con- maybe console commands, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word. But you can spawn pretty much any NPC character, and you could play as them, and you can Ooh. give them any tattoo, any hairstyle. Like, you can make them just, out of nowhere, start curling dumbbells. <laughs> and it's it's an RP server. Okay, so, like, it's just completely, like, free-for-all. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a complete, like, these are the rules, and you play a cop, and, like, if you're, if you're caught speeding, they can pull you over, like, and if you, and it's super, super So, kind serious. of like Dark RP from Gmod. Kind of, but, like, Dark RP was super serious. fun. I've never played Dark RP with somebody who took it seriously. It was always, let's take it seriously for an hour, and then crash the fucking server. And I, uh, I remember, um... In high school, I played on a dark RP server a lot, and it was a, a pretty—it was a relatively serious one. Really? Yeah, it was a, a server that was hosted in uh, in England, um, or like Amsterdam or something. It was in Europe, um, but I actually that I paid to be a premium member of that server. Did you really? Yeah, both um, Michael and I did. Really? Yeah, we played on it a lot, like enough that it oh. that it was worth buying premium. How much was it? It was like a one-time cost of like 10 bucks. That's not terrible. Yeah, and you basically got like all of the way better stuff and you were like a mini mod basically. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. No, I really want to try GTA 5 RP cuz it's so it's like if you die, you're not allowed to be like like Kyle was showing me one that these dudes were playing 
and like their one buddy was playing a lawyer and the dude actually looked up California law. No and shit. And it was like it was like talking to the cop and he's like you're abusing your power. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to search the trunk unless you have unless you have probable cause. Like it was a whole thing and like someone got murdered and the dude was like representing the family of the guy who got murdered. Like you dude it's it's fucking so intense. It's so Damn. so intense. Do people like have their own houses and everything? Like, I think you can do that. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't watched a lot of it. I watched one that was like just the dude fucking with people. Like he made like a burner character yeah. and he was just fucking with people and it was really funny and he's like I'm not going to buy a house but like if you steal a, like one dude was try like they have it where they modded in like real life cars like BMWs and shit. Oh, neat. So, like, the dude was, like, he put out, like, an, an ad, I think through a text, everybody in the server, and he's, like, I'm trying to sell my custom BMW M3, and he's, like, it's lowered, it's got a different color, like, a paint job, it's got special rims on it, and he took it to a guy, he's, like, oh, hey, like, dude fucking with people, he's, like, hey, I'll buy it off of you, let me take a look at it, and they, like, met up in a parking lot. And he's like, oh, let me see your car. And he's like looking at the car. He goes, yeah, I don't think I really want it. And he took out a hammer and he went to the back taillight and smashed the back taillight. And he's like, yeah, your taillight's out. He goes, what the fuck, dude? You got you to gotta pay for that. Like, yeah, it's so in-depth. It's wow. so in-depth. Yeah, you got to look it up. Seriously, look up GTA RP. Like there's um, text Kyle because he has a dude who, he, who streams who he watches. Hmm. Yeah. Another honorable mention i would like to give is the sims i fucking love the sims that's a game that i played but i never could get into into i love simulation games like as like a over like a higher level genre i love simulation games i love city builders and i love like the sims the sims 4 the sims 3 i put like hundreds upon hundreds maybe even a thousand hours on the sims 3. really yeah the sims 4 i've got so many hours on i've I own all of the expansions except the one that came out yesterday. They're still put out expansions for The Sims Four, yeah. Holy and they made it made the game so ago. good. I remember when that game came out; nobody liked it. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff that because people were coming from The Sims Three where they had all the expansions, and then going back to a new base game. Yeah, I guess. So it was kind of like a. It took a while to transition people over to The Sims 4 because, like, a lot of... There wasn't a lot of content in the beginning. But now, it is so good and very well supported. And uh, I love The Sims. But I often think, like, we could be in the simulation because you know how, like, when you, like, click on the fridge to, like, send your Sim to go get food? Yeah. And, but, like, you know how they do it automatically sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get there, and you can, like, cancel the action and tell them to, like, no, you're going exercising instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my old roommate would constantly, like, like, his idle animation was that he would leave his room, walk over to the fridge, open it, nod his head and look at it, close the fridge, go back to his room and continue playing games. Just like Wait, The Sims. really? Yeah. Like, he would just, just open... that? Just would just open... for a meme? No. Like, he would go over with intention of making something, realize he was too lazy to cook anything, and then go back to his room. Oh. And, but, like, it always makes me laugh, because I'm just like, huh, you're a sim, but, like, instead of making the food, your your player just, like, told you no, go back to playing games, idiot. Hmm. I don't know, I've always just, like, thought it was like that, and I thought it was so funny. I think we'd live in a simulation. I mean... One thing we do live in is a society. How did that start? Uh, like all of the trash on the internet, 4chan. You can't blame 4chan for everything. 4chan yeah, I know. Done, 4chan's done a bunch of great shit. And, uh, I, I'm they not... named Taylor Swift's cat, so. There's, there, I'm not saying 4chan's at fault for everything. Reddit has its own fair share of problems, too. Reddit's fucking awful. Oh Everything God, on the awful. internet is awful. Yeah. But, do I know what's not awful? Tell me. Shane Ivers. Yeah, let me hear. That dude, he's been cranking out music. Dang. But, we care a lot about Feather Duster. Feather Duster is the intro music for this show, and we love it. But if you want to see Feather Duster or other songs like it, you can get it at www. at 
www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash feather duster. Wonderful. I finally did it. If you want to follow the show, you can fo- you can find links to our Twitter, uh, both the show and our personal Twitter is below. Uh, you can also find our Instagram. Um, if you're listening to this on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you give it a like, give it a comment, uh, share it with a friend or two or eleven. Uh, yeah. You can find us on all major podcasting sites. Uh, and please join the Discord if you want. We all, like I said before, we have a feedback little johnson where you can say like hey i'd really like to hear the lore of fucking preston garvey's or moira brown's mustache i want to hear all about moira's mustache next week if you throw in feedback there's a chance that if i'm lazy or i just (laughs) like it instantly i'll be like that's what we're doing so and we've done that in the past yeah and this one was something that was said a long time ago and i i want to say i sent you a screenshot of it and be like we need to do this but whatever i mean Um, we can we can try to find it I'll, I'll try to find it in feedback. Um, yeah, so you can throw something in there. You can talk to us. Uh, there's always some memes going on. There's always some memes going on. So, yeah. And, you know, all and, around, just talk about gaming. Yes, and uh, we also have a Patreon. You want to tell me a little bit about that, Declan? Do I mean a new Patreon? Yeah, I said, mm. do you want to tell him? So, Patreon is this great little website where we can offer you things for money. You can help support the show and make Atomic Radio Hour get better and better. Just for a few bucks a month, if if you want. But remember, Atomic Radio Hour is always going to be free. You're never going to have to pay for the show. But it ultimately helps out to grow the show and make it even better. There's a bunch yes. of cool stuff, like being able to enter a raffle, to enter our D&D game and um other just really cool stuff you get shout outs uh, on a monthly basis you can also get your name read in the credits we have that like now i want to give a special thank you to the friendly companion cube thank you thank you my man and also noah thank you thank you so much guys thank you i think that's everything that's everything yeah i think it is well hot diggity dog I'm I, I'm exhausted. Me too. I got a bunch <laughs> of Blu-rays in the mail. Uh, I'm gonna go watch one or two, and maybe make some chicken and go to bed. Cool, cool. I'm gonna go uh, heat up some dumplings and then also go to bed because I've had a long day at the office. Nice. All right. See Let you later, everyone. Dumplings go. Oh, I will. They're pork. I love pork dumplings. Bye. Bye. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast.